Welcome to episode 26 of Teach Me Tiger podcast. Welcome to episode 26 of Teach Me Tiger. Okay, welcome to episode 26 of Teach Me Tiger podcast! Tiger, where we bring in our super smart pals and pick their brains to learn about stuff. But not their nose. You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick, pick your, your friend's, friend's nose. nose. Can I interrupt this introduction? Sure Just you can. Quickly pick your friend's noses? Yeah. Oh my god, Cam. I'm gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're very gross. I just have to interrupt our introduction to say this morning i was sitting on the toilet peeing and my toddler was in the room with me because that's how life is and he right like kind of rubbed his finger on my leg (laughs) and then he goes it's a tattoo and i said oh really and he goes yeah a booger tattoo Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I thought if I took my headphones off, I couldn't hear it. Okay. Also amazing, though. Gross amazing. Gross amazing. I'm Melody Starkweather. I'm Sarah Wright. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Today we have Kim Murphy with us. Hi, Kim. Hi. She's a body worker, RMT, life coach, yoga instructor, yoga teacher, trainer, She's a little bit psychic. She's definitely an empath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's really beautiful. She's super fun. She's got great <laughs> hair. Oh, start. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a Sinead O'Connor shirt. <laughs> oh, go on. Go on. go on. What, now? Me? Now I couldn't. Do you have those chocolatey brown eyes or yours yes. were hazel? There's I a little know. green in them, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Look deep. Within. She's got beautiful eyes. Looking into her soul right oh, now. Oh, I'm getting lost. Ooh, winky, winky. <laughs> my, my, my. <laughs> um, and Kim was with us for episode 20, where we talked about what she does and how great she is. And we love her so much. <laughs> so this, is like, this is like our Valentine's yeah. to Kim. That's all this episode is. And here's Kim, our girlfriend. Hey. We love her. Hey, guys. Kim, you can be our podcast girlfriend. Okay. Okay. Our podcast yeah. is your boyfriend. Okay. Cool. Sorry, Dave. Yes. Sorry, Dave. Love Podcast you. is your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Podcast right. is, is cool. really good. Great. In the set. Big life changes happening here <laughs> today. Things are happening. Wow. Uh, la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Hi. How was your week? Hello. Oh, um, how was my week? Good. Great. Great. Perfect. Kim and I both got tattooed by Sarah this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Hooray. That's Yay. why it was great. I love tattooing. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It really was. To really, honestly, I'm going to plug you right now. Do it. 
on your own podcast. Yes! Yeah! It was the best tattoo experience ever. How I've come? Had, I've had several tattoos. Yeah, you get a lot. I'm a tattooed <laughs> lady. And I didn't feel that, like, fight-flight feeling. You know when you get mm-hmm. your – it kind of gets your adrenals going. You hear the, the buzz? And you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, here it comes. Just oh, the trauma shit. of the, the – wor- you know, like, your skin feels ravaged sometimes after. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it didn't feel like that at all. Yes. It wasn't painful mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. That's what I'm always telling people. Afterwards, it's almost like with the stick and poke, it's almost like a bit of a sunburn or something. You actually can like, hardly feel it afterwards. Hardly at all. Yeah. It's because I use just the tip. um and then just the experience of being at the studio and at the you know zoe's little dog and the coffee it's like a wood fire it's like it feels like it should that's how it should be right Uh i try to make it kind of like a spa-y like country it's lovely homey spa therapy session (laughs) with ink yeah with ink. But of course, when I was tattooing Kim, she was the therapist instead of the reverse. <laughs> but okay. usually, usually I, it's you. Yeah. I'll therapize you while I but it's ink great. you. <laughs> it's great. It was lovely. Thanks. Nice. I would do it again. In oh, fact, fact, later today? <laughs> we will. We will. Yay. Nice. Yeah. Sarah and I, should I even say it out loud? Yes. Sarah convinced me last night. Yes. That I should learn to do the tattoo gun <laughs> and start doing my art in tattoo form. Yeah, because because I do portraits. She does amazing portraits, like hyper realism. Like I'm actually looking right now at my grandpa and my stepdad. They're staring across the table at me because I commissioned Melody to do a portrait, and it's so real that it's giving me like the trip outs. It's like 3D. Like, look at his Thanks. chest and his neck. He needs more chest hair. <laughs> That's what I'm always saying about all men. Hashtag all men. Mm-hmm. A little more chest hair. One more chest hair. Just a little, little chest hair. So how was your week, Melody? Yeah, it was good. I got tattooed by you. Mm-hmm. I don't have pneumonia anymore. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. coughing a little bit, but like, I don't have pneumonia anymore. Right. So sweet. That's very sweet. And... Your eye makeup is on point. I'm Thanks. I oh, I got my hair. You. My hair did. <gasps> yeah, it looks so good. Thanks. Yeah, like streaks. Yeah, by uh, Tara. Let's yeah. plug Tara. Yeah, not do Tara. So fucking don't worry about that. Do Tara, whatever. Don't Tara. Give me a break. <laughs> I love essential oils as next as much as the next guy, but pyramid schemes unless i'm sitting at the top of that fucking pyramid yeah which i'm okay with (laughs) okay i don't have a moral issue with pyramid schemes i just think like oh suckers you need to be the top i need to be the top dog dog. (laughs) yeah Yeah. i get it yeah yeah sorry tara i was just talking about tara who did your hair yeah tara tara did my hair at trichology tara did your hair are we ready to play icebreakers let's play it icebreakers yeah, let's yeah. play it. Roll up your sleeves, pull up your socks, reach on into Melody's box. Icebreakers. Oh, I love them so much. I wish people listening could see all the spirit fingers in here. <laughs> I did. You can't help it. I know, right? 
<laughs> so I was thinking, hope? since Kim was on kind of recently, we could maybe each do a question. Fun. Flip the script a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Yeah. Reach on into that box. Here. Reach on into a box, pull out a question, and then decide which of us to ask it to. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I can see why people get a little nervous. Yeah. Cool. This is fun. I picked two. Maybe these are the questions. I picked two. I thought I had one. Read them both. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Before I read, I'm going to pick Melody. Okay. What's it going to be? Are you ready? Yeah. What is your most used emoji? Oh. Fun. (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay. There's a couple I like, but like between me and friends... I send the winky, sticky, outy, tonguey one a lot. Also, the hard eyes. I used to. I feel like I haven't been doing it as much lately. Maybe that's indicative of (laughs) something. Or like the cat hard eyes I like. Mm. Lately, I've been enjoying also the one that's like a face with hearts all around it. It's like, oh, I'm so loved up. Yeah. I love you so much. Mm -hmm. Mm. Love all around. It's all like super lovey and positive. Yeah, and I use the tiger one a lot just because of the podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Kim, which one do you use the most? Uh, I use a lot. I mean, it kind of depends on what I'm talking about. Right. I think because I often send out reminders to clients about their appointments. Right. So it's usually like the the two hands together with the little like. Yeah, like oh, high five. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always what think of that as being that like, like a raising double the roof. High five. Yeah, like yeah. I use those like. Kim's always raising the roof. Like, like massaging, you know? Right. Oh, I get it. Healing oh. hands. Right. Cool. And my little healing hands. Yeah. So I use that one a lot. Um, what else? I use the little dog paws a lot. Hmm. And I've never used the dog paws before. Most recently, I've been using the unicorn head and the little horse. They, I've been <laughs> right. I'm at the barn a lot. So I'm yeah. like, horse. Yeah, horse, horse hands. And I'm like, horse massage. Yeah. Horse massage. Yeah. I love when you can just have like full emoji conversations. <laughs> conversations. Yeah. 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 Greg's always really impressed. He's always like, you're really good at like emoji talking. Like, Sarah's yeah. really good at doing like um genitalia with emojis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just send like a full long text that's all just dicks and vaginas. <laughs> But it's just all the different, because I'll just sit there and be like, what looks like a dick? And I'll just spend a good 20 minutes okay, what's dicking your- around on my phone. I send that one. It's got like a, a winky face is blowing a heart. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I send that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, I send um, hand ones. Like I like 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 power to the people mm, fist. Punch. Yeah. And like punch and like. A-OK. And I used to be known for um, Lightning Bolt and Volcano. Oh, that, the that was bolt. like, yeah. I sent those and put those on everything. To the point where, like, I, I have a friend who's like, every time I Stop see it. volcanoes or lightning bolts, <laughs> I think it's you. I thought of one more that I use a lot. What is that? The one that's like, so if you type it out, it's the colon and then the slash. So it's like, yeah. wah, wah. I use that one all the time. Yeah. It's whenever I deliver some sort of news that's not ideal, like, ooh, running ooh. late. Mm. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I love emojis, man. <laughs> like they really, cause you can say that like, 
you know, the kids slept in and then someone's like, I don't know what that means. Like, is it good? Is it bad? Whatever. You're like, kids slept in. And then it's like, oh, they're not, they're feeling the same as I feel about it or whatever. Like, I feel it's really helpful to express mm-hmm. more. Yeah. What's actually going on. Or if you're like, oh no, I forgot the thing. And then you do that face. The person knows like, you're really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of one. <laughs> Clearly, I'm disappointing people all the time. (laughs) The the palm to flow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Forgot. Yeah. Horrible. That's the forgot. Yeah. Yeah. What you know? What I hate is you know how you have like all your most used emojis in like a little thing. Like yeah, that's so great. My kids use my phone all the time to like text (laughs) Lizzie. Lizzie, it's you. It's fucking all you. And Penny just sends Lizzie like. Like a meter long text of just emojis. She'll be right. like, I'm doing all the flowers and then all the bunnies. And then, or she'll like <laughs> do, be super creative and like write a storybook via emoji. <laughs> and it's cool. You're just like, bunny, right. bunny, bunny, flower, farmer, running, right. blah, 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 you know? Uh, but, but then, then all to... my emojis are always fucking stupid. It's like a fish. What the fuck? <laughs> a fish in a wheat spray? Right. Not helpful. That's not yeah. helpful to me yeah. in this yeah. quick moment where I need to express an emotion. Yeah. With a cartoon. <laughs> like, where do I find the volcano? Now Where's I have the volcano? to search through all the like, emojis. I really like the, the emoji section that's like dangerous stuff. <laughs> oh, that like, makes sense for you. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite one. It's got like, Daredevil. it's got like a knife, a gun, a cigarette, a needle. Oh. Is there a, a gun in bowl. there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There's like a bow and arrow. It's and, like uh, danger, danger. Uh, a ball, like a yeah, magic ball. Yeah, the magic ball. Because that's dangerous. The and danger section is my malas, Mala beads in there somewhere. What's a mala bead? Like the the prayer beads. Oh. oh. Yeah, like that's in that section too. I didn't hear it. Yeah, I Ooh. think. Danger and religion. Yeah, all mm. together. Weird. Isn't there a coffin in that section too? Probably. Yeah. I love that section. Syringes. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> that's Sharks my, containers. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I like how you said that makes sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next question. Let's do the next one. Oh, I can't wait. I'm just kidding. It's not that crazy. If you were immortal, what age would you choose to stop aging at? Oh. And why? Okay. Shit, girl. So if you were immortal, what age would you choose to stop aging at and why? Like just your looks? Or everything. I didn't write this shit. Well, it wouldn't be everything. It wouldn't be everything because your brain would still age. Right. Would it? Wouldn't it? Well, I mean, like, you're... you're, uh, (laughs) Like, if I pick 17, am I going to be a Benjamin Witten for the rest of my immortal life? Well, because you you still learn. You can't not learn. You're a human. Right. Not if you're immortal. Well, I mean, like, vampire styles. Right. I really love right now, and I think it's just going to get better. So I don't know. Yeah. I can't answer that yet. Definitely not yet. Wow. You like, wouldn't hit the pause button yet. No, I'm down. I love mm. every year of my life has been better than the previous. Mm. No, Well, <laughs> but I'm happier now than I've ever been. And I'm happier, okay. like, emotionally and physically and, like, with my relationship and with my friends and with mm. my body and everything. So, and I only see it, like, going up, going uphill. Wow. 
So I'm going to say... It's a nice answer. I don't know. Yeah. And I agree. I feel like the same. Cool. So I I don't know if I'd hit the pause button yet. Yeah. I'm going to go back to... Like, if if this is just about my body, I'm going back to 25. Like, easy. (laughs) Maybe even 24. (laughs) I already had two kids by then. I don't even remember 24. So, like, I think that's... Trust me, you were very good looking. Like, we were all very good looking at the age (laughs) of 24. Trust me, you were very young. Hot little bods. I was, right? uh, I had already had I would two definitely children. go pre-baby bod. Like, fine, whatever. Changes happen to your body. But, like, if I have the option to go to 25 mm-hmm. and pause mm-hmm. forever, just okay. for my body? Yeah. Yeah. I liked how, like, <laughs> uh, I didn't hurt myself <laughs> as much. What? Like, I didn't hurt myself as much when I was younger. That was cool. But, like, I would have to, if I was doing pre-baby, I'd have to be, like, 19. And I looked like I was fucking 12. Like it was, it sucks. Right. I'm finally starting to look like a grown ass person and I'm enjoying that feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It, it sucked looking like a kid because people were real fucking assholes to me all the time. Mm. Even in my like late twenties, I had like three kids under my belt and like You're shit like, tons of life experience. And what are you the babysitter? Yeah. Well, and I'd meet people. <laughs> oh, I'd wow. meet like people in my age group or like a little bit older or whatever. And their first question would be like, I'd be like, Oh, hi, I'm Sarah. It's really nice to meet you. And instead of like a normal conversation, they'd be like, how old are you? I'm like, fuck you. Wow. How old are you? Suck it. Suck it. I'm clearly Suck it. super mature. <laughs> so. I'm like a million. Okay. So. <laughs> You look really young for your age. You look really old for your age. You look stupid. <laughs> you look really stupid for your age. You stupid for you your age. You look stupid for your everything stupid. There's, yeah. There's some hurts there, obviously. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit hurt, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. I was always so offended. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't infantilize me because I look like an infant, okay? Cool. So, how are you guys feeling? Pretty good. Broken. Ice. I'm broken. I'm broken. Uh, <laughs> and icy. Oh, geez. Cold. It's going to be a long morning. <laughs> Could I get you a, a heat pad? <laughs> Icebreakers. Cool, um, cool, 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 cool. In this episode, we wanted to talk a bit about surviving and maintaining self-care in this hustly world we live in. Uh, how many side hustles do people even have these days? Never mind the constant barrage of voices and images on social media telling us to hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, I feel like in today's world, there's a lot of whatever your hobby, whether it's a hobby or your art or your business, whatever it is you're doing, there's this constant pressure and push yeah. um, from society and from yourself to do it more, do it bigger, do it better, make more money or make mm-hmm. more art. So just say you're a painter, you should be painting more. You should be yeah. a tattoo artist, do this. Massage you should be making like, a living out of everything like, you're doing, basically. Yeah, and, and not just a living. Like, what is a living? It's we get caught in this trap and we wanted to talk about surviving that and and yeah well like before we really dive into it i wanted to talk a little bit about an article that i read i saw it sort of floating around on social media a little while ago and i'll put the link to it in the show notes it's called how millennials became the burnout generation and it's written by ann helen peterson the three of us are kind of probably on the cusp between millennial and exennial i think is the Mm -hmm. one 
So millennials are the generation born between the early 80s and about 2004, whereas Xennials, we are the micro generation, and that's people born between 1977 and 83. I definitely related a lot to what they're saying in this article. In the article, she starts off talking to a guy or relaying her conversation with a guy who's 27 who tried to register to vote in the 2016 elections. And then by the time he went to re-register, it was past the deadline and he didn't want to like mail a ballot in. So he just didn't vote. (laughs) So he said... I hate mailing stuff. It gives me anxiety and went on to say the amount of work logically isn't that much. Fill out a form, mail it, go to the specific place on a specific day. But those kind of tasks can be hard for me to do if I'm not enthusiastic about Mm. it. So hearing that, you know, one might say like grow up or, you know, like just go mail the fucking form. (laughs) You moron. (laughs) Like what the fuck (laughs) is your problem? But And they mentioned in the article, a funny tweet by a reporter named Matt Fuller, So this is how the world ends, not with a bang, but with a bunch of millennials who don't know how to mail things. (laughs) So millennials have this reputation for being entitled and lazy. But then the author goes on to talk about how she has a laundry list of simple tasks she just can't get done, little errands, emails that she needs to answer. And she gives her behavior the name errand paralysis. Meanwhile, in the rest of her life, she's writing two books, publishing stories, traveling, working. And then she has this growing anxiety. Like every day, it's more and more about all of the stuff she isn't doing, mm-hmm. which I relate to yes. super, super mm-hmm. hardcore. And so she argues that it's a millennial condition, a generational thing where millennials are doing things all the time. Their lives are super saturated. And rather than tone it down, they like travel and go on vacation and do more mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And with and like, technology, really great- you always have access like, yeah. Well, they, and with technology, you're always busy. Like you have a yeah. smartphone, so you're constantly so I mean, like yeah. talking to people, and people are talking at you, and you're looking at images. We we were going grocery shopping for Greg's awesome birthday party. And it was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. 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 But we were driving into Carlton Place, just me and Greg, no kids, and we were supposed to be like thinking about the party and what the menu was, and like really narrowing it down before we went in the grocery store. But yeah. I spent the whole time doing business because I had someone wanting to buy a gift certificate and someone wanted to book a tattoo for this day and someone else wanted to book this tattoo. And then the school called to make an appointment for my daughter to come in and da da da. And like, can you make me a gift certificate? And, and I could, like, I should have just turned my phone off. But of course that doesn't, that didn't click in my head. It was like, right. this person was like, I want a gift certificate. So I was like, fuck, I better make one like just on the internet and then mail it and then do this. And Right. Schedule. Oh, can I use the studio? This day? and it was just like. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to the grocery store, I was fucking fried. I was mm-hmm. just like, ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did all this work well, mm-hmm. you know, riding passenger in the car. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. too much. Oh, and then one more thing that she touches on that again, it like for me has been, and everyone I know basically who went to school, is that millennials people of this generation have so much higher student debts like they have all of these financial (sighs) obligations and then you get out of school and you're already like just doing side hustles because you can't actually get anything in your field because there's so many people (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so there's all of this pressure to like forge your way ahead make something of yourself and like Mm -hmm. millennials don't have money for houses we're doing, like, all of us are doing everything later than our parents ever did, right? Mm-hmm. 
It's depressing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but it means we get to be kids for longer. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I love that. Kinda. Kinda. I love that. Do the hustle. So, what are some red flags that we should look for mm. that we're getting burnout, burnt out? Maybe juggling too many plates. There's so many things to burn out. Burnout's fucking sneaky. And I think it's, I mean, it's obviously different for every person, right? The reasons why. Mm-hmm. It can look a few different ways. And... For me, as like a healer type and then like my counseling background, when somebody shows up and is sitting in front of me, I am looking at their whole being, right? Mm -hmm. Their physical well-being, their Mm -hmm. mental well-being, their spiritual well-being, their emotional well-being, and then their essence. What's their actual like juju, their energy, their vitality? Mm -hmm. So if you think of somebody that's on their way to burnout, like... They're not thriving in their life, right? It's like survival mode, Mm -hmm. right? And I think it can go hand in hand with like chronic fatigue and also trauma because it's usually like real true burnout. I mean, there's like, wow, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's like, I can't function. You know, like, like, like instead of uh, like, you have so many balls rolling that instead of just like dropping a ball, you drop all the balls. Yeah. It's like, fucked. yeah. Like not being able to cope with regular day to day things Mm -hmm. and being really, I don't like, we're all emotional, but like maybe getting upset about things that wouldn't normally upset you. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like. Like, wow, I'm not really like this normally. So what's going on? Mm-hmm. Why am, Why is this so upsetting? Because if this had happened last month, last week, last year, you know, I would water off a duck's back kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. Versus, like, just being really, like, edgy or sad or Like, sensitive to things. Yeah. Or, or like, not sensitive. Yeah, not feeling at all, right? And just mm-hmm. being, like, complicit and kind of blank. Detached. Mm-hmm. About anything and everything. So, yeah, I mean, there's stress and stress can come in a lot of different forms. So Mm -hmm. physical stress, emotional stress, mental stress, spiritual stress, trauma, and any combination thereof. Okay. Right? So I think if one thing is off, like let's say you lost your job or maybe a relationship ended or parents sick, or your pet died. Something, like something kind of big. Something kind of big, but something that's like, you know, like, I should be okay. I should be, mm-hmm. you know, able to handle this thing and be able to continue my day-to-day life. And I think maybe when a multitude of things are happening – or one too many things. And that's different for everyone. Like my capacity is going to be different than your capacity mm-hmm. versus Mel's capacity about what we can and can't handle. And the amount of things that we've got going on. Like I don't have kids. You guys have kids. Right. So like 
so there's, a, there's, there's a certain amount <laughs> of just tired that's going to happen yeah. in, in the baby toddler years. Right. That's, you know, is that burnout? Is that just like how it is right now? Mm-hmm. And how can you support yourself on top of like trying to do work, trying to do the podcast, trying to, you know, create this life and, and get your hair did and feel good and, mm-hmm. and do all the things, you know, to make, make day to day living Great. Enjoyable. Yeah, enjoyable yeah. and and thriving versus surviving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers the question or not. So but. you might see, like, um, red. what I'm taking from this is, as far as red flags go, like, if you start noticing a real difference in your own behavior, like, take mm-hmm. a minute and be like, was I screaming extra at everybody today? Mm-hmm. Or was I, like, sobbing at that fucking commercial again <laughs> or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or just scrambling, like you said, uh I I definitely, this is my first thing that goes when I'm feeling overwhelmed is I have a really hard time keeping up with just really normal things like right. mm-hmm. answering texts or, mm-hmm. you know, checking that my kids did their homework or like eating food <laughs> when I'm hungry right. uh, and just not being able to do that. Yeah. Like our ability. So like, Ooh, am I not able to do stuff that I normally can do? Mm-hmm. Maybe take a minute and check in. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your ability to make wise, conscious decisions under fight, flight, freeze mode, which is stress, mm-hmm. right? Just goes out the fucking window. Right. So, you know, your ability to cope. That's where, you know, hoping that your partner can pick up the slack or, you know, you're able to communicate or you go to counseling or you do body work or whatever, you know, like the multitude of things to help support you through these scenarios. Like if you're feeling just kind of like, wow, I'm tired, I'm a little overwhelmed, um, you know, I'm not thriving, I'm not singing in the shower where mm-hmm. I normally would, or like I'm not doing these little things that like I'm just not belly laughing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I'm just not enjoying mm-hmm. and what you might have found cute in someone is now like so fucking irritating. <laughs> right? Like it's yeah. it's like the script has flipped and it's like, whoa, a little spooky, like what what's happening? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's catching I think it's not about being up and positive all the time because right. that's a f- false sense also. Like yeah. we all have down days or stressful days or just like meh days. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm ready to go to bed and reset for the next day. Yeah. Um, but I think it's when we get caught in, in, a, in a rut, like it's not serving you. And again, like your ability to cope with your day-to-day things um, isn't there then – you know, something, there's something telling you it, it needs, something needs to change. Yeah. And because I do body work mainly and energy work, I am always looking at somebody's vitality, you know? And it's like, huh, like if their energy is thick, like molasses in the body, like that's, you know, really slow, stuck kind of energy, then how can we quicken, quicken the energy, quicken mm-hmm. the blood in the body to help raise that, the vitality. Yeah. The vitality yeah. rate up level mm-hmm. our, our energy, right? Part of that is doing that interpersonal work. And to do that, 
you've got to slow down, right? right. Like you, you need the, the time and, and the, the mental space and the dedication to, to get curious about why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Like, who am I? You know, like when was, when was the last time you asked yourself that and really yeah. thought it like, who am I? Why mm-hmm. am I here? You know, what's my purpose? How do I serve my community? How am I of service? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and those things are important things and give us a sense of self and, and purpose. Yeah. I think sometimes, you know, people have sort of more spiritual crisis. They could be totally healthy, um, eating well, you know, being active, all the things, but they have no sense of purpose and that can crush somebody, mm-hmm. you know, just crumple them mm-hmm. if they don't have that. So yeah, it can look really different for different people for different reasons. It's tricky. So the more you know yourself and you know what your, your normal mm-hmm. <laughs> quote unquote yeah, is, baseline. your, yeah, your baseline, your, your healthy baseline too. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people run fairly unhealthy and that's their quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. It's like choosing to up level your energy, choosing to make healthy choices and choosing, you know, or asking for help or, Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, do you have any like hacks for ways for people to dig deeper into themselves to figure some of this stuff out? Like, would you recommend journaling or like, mm-hmm. you know, I briefly did some cognitive therapy and then like the therapist went on vacation and I never went back after that. So. <laughs> classic, classic tale. Way to go, therapist. <laughs> I really fucked that up for Mel. Um, but I had this workbook, which I guess is very popular in cognitive therapy, called... Mm. If you were curious about that book that I couldn't remember, it's called Mind Over Mood. Change the Way You Feel by Changing the Way You Think by doctors Dennis Greenberger and Christine A. Podesky. I have it stowed away somewhere. I don't know where it is. But anyway, it's a workbook where it'll like give you an example of someone who has really low self-esteem. And so then they write out statements and they crystallize the statements like, okay, Mm. I feel really like anxious when I'm around my mom because she always criticizes me. And so then you're like, I feel unworthy around my mom and Mm -hmm. you end up at like, you know, I feel like unlovable yeah. or whatever, yeah. but you, cri- you like crystallize it down. it down to like the core yeah. message that mm-hmm. you keep telling yourself that you need to reverse. Cool. Mm-hmm. So maybe everyone then, should like, just get that book. Like just tell yourself. Well, I think then you talk about it with your therapist or whatever, but, uh, what? but like, I wonder if there's anything like that, that someone can do if they're starting to feel overwhelmed. Like how do you work through I think it? There's so many pieces to it because Cognitive therapy is great. Talk therapy is amazing. Um, but it's not your whole, it's not addressing your whole being. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like it's important to do the layers of, of the work. You can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, but still feel in your body 
mm-hmm. ill and your body, if you're in a stress response for a long period, you know, mm-hmm. it'll start cropping up in weird way. You know, maybe you're just like headachey all the time or feeling right. foggy or, you know, forgetful or maybe it's chronic yeast infections or, you know, things that are kind of like uh, manageable, but like that's not normal. Lower your like, yeah. enjoyment of yeah. life. Yeah. You know, or you just like weird, achy joint pain or, you know, like things. Mystery allergies. Yeah. Mystery allergies, skin issues, like things just literally come to the surface. Right. So it's like, what choices are we making or not doing to Mm -hmm. have the living your best life? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Living your best life. So I think people kind of ignore when the body is what do they say? Like whispering to you? Yeah. yeah. It's like talking to you. And then talking to you and then it's fucking yelling at you. Yeah. Right. By the time right. you're yeah. like, yeah, well, yeah. shit, I need to go see somebody about this. Yeah. You know? So talk therapy is great, but like body work is great. Right. Sleep is so good. So important. Like the really, I think it comes back to the basics. Like you need sleep, need, need, need. And if you're not getting it, you know, consistently at nighttime, take naps. Mm-hmm. Like try to squeeze it in mm-hmm. anywhere you can. Or just like let your body rest. Right. Even if it's like you're not, your eyes aren't closed and you're snoring, but you just like, I'm going to put myself in a grown up timeout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to lie, you know, on this bed or on the couch or on the floor on my yoga mat just for five minutes and give yourself that whatever is manageable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, a sense of of purpose that that deeper kind of work. So, I mean, for me, because my background's in yoga, like often that was sort of where I went with it. But you know, it doesn't have to look that way. And I think creating a tool belt for yourself. I had a teacher once say, "You need to romance yourself." Because if you can't read your own body and the things that you like and don't like and know you're be able to use your intuition in, in the sense of your own body or like your environment or in relationships, because if you're so numbed out or so mm-hmm. tired, you don't even have that sense. Like you're like, I don't, I don't know if I like chocolate or vanilla or strawberry. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. So I think it's like going back to spending that quality time with yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to sit down with these types of ice cream and figure out which one is my favorite. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I like this exercise. Yes. And let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> let's go get some ice cream. Um, but it's kind of like that. If you actually need to figure out, you know, you start to get to know yourself and then you can start to trust your heart's desire or your spirit's desire to figure out like, I love this. Oh, fucking, I hate that. Yeah. Or that's okay. You know? Well, mm-hmm. and maybe that can be used too. Like when mm-hmm. you're doing, when you're getting overload, cause mm-hmm. I'm sure we all have some overload going on. Think about, okay, what is it? Sit down, go through in your head or even on a piece of paper, write down all the shit you're doing. And then it's like, okay, what do I have to do? What do I love to, what do I have to do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, like doing homework with kids or whatever. What do I love to do? Mm-hmm. And what am I doing? 
Mm-hmm. That isn't something I have to do or I enjoy doing and see if you can cut some of those ones down. Yep. But you have to sit down and like really, like you said, get to know yourself and think about what it is you do in a month, a day, a whatever. And it changes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, not getting attached. So getting to know yourself. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you. Uh, romancing yourself, spending that quality time so is helpful for them to know intuitively what you need. Right. Because that's what the the hook, I think. People are like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't right. know. Right, um, right, but right. Like, you do know. In the, yeah. You've been there. You know. Yeah. You have and let your answers know. in you. Sometimes you don't want to know. You're like, Sometimes no, you no, don't know. no, no. Or you're not ready, which is yeah. okay. And that time will come. But mm-hmm. having that honesty, I find friction or struggle or suffering comes from um, fear, anxiety, and fighting against what actually is. Mm-hmm. So if something's happening in your life, like if your relationship isn't great and you, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. 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 Like it's not great. We don't communicate great or we're not having sex. Or we're not, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's all this other stuff I can focus on that are great. But if you're ignoring what it is with potentially a root of a lot of discomfort or turmoil, Mm-hmm. It's still there. It's going to be there. It's like it's not wearing going anywhere. uncomfortable underwear. Yeah. That's like, too tight. It doesn't matter if your shoes and all your other clothes fit and are comfortable. If you're <laughs> yeah. fucking out and about at the grocery store and your undies are too tight and they're giving you a wedge. <sighs> Take them off. That's your relationship or whatever. Yeah. Your job or like the issue <laughs> you're not dealing with is that, I mean, other people would say pebble in your shoe, but. Come on, guys. I like the underwear. I can deal with a pebble in my shoe, but that underwear, shit. That's awful. Guys, just mm-hmm. go home right now, open your underwear drawers, and just throw out all your uncomfortable underwear. That's and all your uncomfortable Good life clothes. hack in general, just for sure. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. You deserve comfortable so, undergarments. Yeah. I think you need to do that interpersonal work, that knowing what you need, and then to be able to look at what is right in a real mm-hmm. honest way and where your energy maybe leaks are in your life, which could be people, it could be work. It could be something that's not in line with your, your sense of self or your spirit or your wants, needs, the mm-hmm. heart's desire, whatever it is. Yeah. Energy leaks. It's like, it can be like, like a that goddamn strainer, you yeah. know? And if you know, like, okay, I've got, you know, if your relationship with your parent or, or a friend that's maybe toxic or that energy sort of vampire, and you're giving all this time to these people or this person, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, that's not going to be balanced for you. Mm -hmm. So how can you set up? And then it comes to setting boundaries, right? So boundaries with people, those people. So it's recognizing who and what if it's environmental to, you know, what's serving you, what's not serving you. Really think about, it's important to think about like how you feel after you spend time with someone. Yeah. Do you feel really tired? Yeah. Or do you feel like energized? Energized. Neutral, you know, like. Neutral, yeah. So rewinding just a bit, like before you, 
even get that far. Do you have any just like specific ideas for people on how to like quiet down their life a little bit, even just for the five minutes, like you mentioned laying on a yoga mat or something right. like, do you have for yourself say, do you have limits on how much time you have on your phone or like, you know, times in, in the, during the day where you turn your phone off every day? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of things. It depends on, you know, what might be draining for you. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about this before. Like I took a hiatus off social media Mm -hmm. and I'm lucky because I am self-employed. I'm at the point now that I have a pretty full clientele base that I don't need to advertise. Right. Right. So it's like the, my people have my contact information and if they want to contact me, they can. Right. And, you know, if a client comes and they're like, Hey, so and so wants to come see you. Is it okay? Can I give you them my number or whatever? And that's how it kind of ripple effects. So I was finding that I'm a very visual person. So in one aspect, it, uh, like Instagram, let's say, cause it's very visual. It's lots, yeah. of, photo, lots of photos. It can be really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, I was feeling really scattered. Right. And then I realized, wow, I feel really tired and I didn't like that feeling. I was like, what is this? You know, like mm-hmm. I know a lot of us ask these, like, what am I doing? Just randomly scrolling through this shit. Yeah. You know, 20 minutes later. Yeah. Where did that time? You go? don't get that time back. And you feel, I, I find <laughs> like when back. I look away, like if I'm like, okay, now I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done peeing or whatever. <laughs> I, I feel really like disoriented. Yeah. You're weird. I'm like, it's weird. Oh, oh. It takes me a while to like get back to normal reality. Yeah. So for me, it was essential to just cut that out. And I also realizing I had a false sense of feeling connected to some of my girlfriends that live like far away Mm because I'd see their photos and I'd be like, oh, they're fine. But I'm not picking up the phone to actually check if they're really fine. Right. right. So I was like, Ooh. you're just seeing their highlights real. Yeah, and assuming everything's cool, but maybe it's not. Right. Right. right? So, um, taking the break, I've connected more with people. Um, I think in a in a healthier way, like in a real way, and it's <laughs> like genuine. And if somebody Mm -hmm. wants to know what's going on with me, then it's like, Hey, what have you been doing? And, and then I can send them photos like directly Mm -hmm. via email or text message or whatever. Um, so that's been, that was a, an energy leak for me. Right. I I recognized quickly and, and it's been feeling, I've been feeling really good. I mean, I'm still on, I realized, um, I could delete the Facebook app and still have messenger mm-hmm. so I could still communicate with clients right. that way. And, um, email I use as well. And then just regular texting in my phone to make mm-hmm. phone calls, um, for my work. Uh, but it's been great. Mm-hmm. It's been really good. Uh, for me personally in our home, we don't have meals with our phones ever. Whenever I'm walking my dog, I usually don't take 
my phone unless I'm going like remote with him. Right. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'm, I don't use it a ton unless it's for work mainly mm-hmm. or resourcing or something like that. Um, so do you think, um, I'm just talking about me personally <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Because I spend a lot of time, too much time on Instagram. Our Instagram is really cool, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're okay. really hard on it. So <laughs> it's so but, good. Like for someone like me who is actually, I mean, one part, I'm like one part super addicted to it, but like the other part is it's that I'm, business. it's like business. Yeah, yeah. it's hustle. Like yeah. I got to get the podcast out there and do this thing and whatever. So do you think it's a good idea to just like, limit the hours yeah, yeah like what it's if you so hard to separate time yeah. what if it's like you know what from you know 10 to 11 you can internet like work it's work you know and then in the evening you have an evening time like everyone whatever everyone's everyone's day is different as mm-hmm. to when is a good time for them. Yeah. I think it, it comes down to boundary setting for yourself mm-hmm. and also for your people, right? Like for me, I'm in contact with a lot of people all, every day because I'm seeing maybe four or five, six people yeah. every day. So, you know, I'm reminding people, I'm talking time slots, blah, blah, blah. Same with you now setting up tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized early on, you know, clients knowing like, oh, it, she works from home or this is her cell phone or whatever. And 10 o'clock at night, it's like, oh, hey, like, can I? And I jump to answer and then like, fuck that. Like, that's not, it's not business out. I'm at yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right. Like, right. Wait, you know, yeah. I don't have to jump every time my phone mm-hmm. dings, you know? Right. So setting up maybe like solid business hours for yourself and and then knowing like your experience in the car and then you felt totally burnt it's like why did you didn't have to answer right then you know like you pick and choose when to just because it's available doesn't mean you have to utilize it at that point yeah there's an app or there might be more than one but there's an app i have a friend who uses it on and off that you can set hours to use different are you familiar with it to use Facebook cool. or to use Instagram? Oh, cool. I'm just trying to look it up. That's a great idea. Cause that's what I was thinking. Like for different things, like for you, Mel, you're like working really hard on like doing your social media posts, but just say like it's work. So you go to work from right this time to this time and you should never spend more than whatever. And if you are spending more, like if you allot yourself an hour and a half and that you're spend, finding you're spending more, need more time, then maybe you're doing too much. Or maybe you need to allot yourself more time or whatever. Right, right, right. And yeah. I also think that it's important to give yourself a solid day free. No shit. No. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday fun day or whatever. <sighs> it's hard. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Give yourself a full free no tech day. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot of blue light radiation like all the crap you know like just to give yourself that freedom to just be tech free of course unless you know you you need to contact your kids or whatever but like put your phone on airplane mode and leave it you'd be done i have a an idea too like for me and i know you do it too i think probably with your art mel a lot of people out there maybe 
do this. So for me, I use the internet for like three work-related things, okay? So I'm doing posts, which are like advertising for Mm -hmm. me, right? Posts of tattoos and whatever. And that's how I get business. So I need to do that. I'm answering questions. I'm booking appointments. I'm communicating with clients about tattoos, sending pictures back Mm -hmm. and forth and shit, okay? And I'm also using my phone to look images up as a reference point for drawings and things. Now I'm thinking about, I do happen to, I think most people have more than one device at their home. We recently did acquire like a a tablet or something. So I now I'm a two device owner. I've got my phone and a tablet. And I'm thinking like, what if you separated the things you need to do to the devices? So it's like, if I'm doing drawings where I need to research images, I only use the tablet. And that's all I'm doing at that time is I have the tablet and that's for that. So that way I'm not trying to dip into like the other things at the Mm. same time and kind of like losing track. And then someone's messaging you and then you're messaging back and like not have all the apps on each device. Like on the Mm -hmm. tablet only have. Have the internet. Like Google. Right. Yeah. But on the phone have the the messenger. The messenger. Yeah. I mean, social media can be such a big influence on our emotions and our well-being and you know i know people that like sleep with their phones like it's Mm -hmm. crazy and it's like the first thing that they put down at night before they fall asleep and the first thing they pick up in the morning it's like can you wait (laughs) can you Mm -hmm. wait like give yourself until after your coffee yeah Give yourself that moment, lay in bed, think about how you want to feel that day. These are the moments. Like I know for a lot of people, it's busy. Same with me. Like I don't have kids, but my dog, like he pounces on me. He's ready to go and he wants to go out like (laughs) right away then. So I don't have a ton of time to just lay there and like meditate and be all peaceful and shit. But pre going to bed and just setting yourself up for success, like, right. You know, we're bombarded by visuals and images and you hit something that it's hard on you for whatever reason. If -hmm. it's comparison, if it's competitive, if it's who knows, you know, if it's just violent or I don't know. Like, yeah, like you can't unsee shit when you see it and you're like, oh, God, fuck. It can really. Like that awful tattoo thing you saw the other day. Like gross shit. You said you said like someone had like a skin infection. It was really oh, gross. Yeah. And now that's there. It lives in your brain. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. So it's like just setting yourself up for for a successful day and you setting the intent for yourself versus sort of it's sort of like giving your power over to like the internet land. Yeah. Of having that set the tone for your day, right? Right. Ooh, great. Ooh. So do yeah. you um sacrifice my children for the <laughs> like, look, make a scary, like, make it rain. Make it rain. <laughs> Netflix, bitches. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, do you talk to people a lot about, like, sleep hygiene? Sleep hygiene in terms of, like, not looking at screens in the hour before bed or whatever. Right. I think it depends on the person. Yeah. So this is the thing. What I see folks do is, you know, we get overwhelmed in our lives. 
mm-hmm. from work, our emotional state, our, you know, maybe bad relationships or just challenging relationships. I shouldn't say bad. And we get to this point where instead of checking in or tuning in mm-hmm. or really connecting, we zone out. Mm-hmm. So like put the phone on because you're just like, ah, there's yeah. too many kids screaming I and I have do all this, this right shit now. to do and I don't know and I just need a break. Yeah. So in this weird way, we're self-soothing with yeah, for sure with our phones or you know with Netflix or with your book. Uh, no one talks cookies, about fucking anything that's not the or, internet, but like I self-soothe with books. I read constantly. Books. And I'm like I can't. No. Yeah, it could be anything. It can be anything. It can, and that's where the addictive behavior comes in, right? That's right. why people smoke cigarettes, smoke dope, drink a lot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. you need to, like, take that emotion that's uncomfortable and bring it down so you can, like, deal, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just avoidance. So that, I think there's different things there. I'm a fan. Like, I love Netflix. I think it's great. We often watch Netflix in the evening. Mm-hmm. It's nice. To we often like, do book. We do book club too. We call it. Um, so it depends on like what we've got going on. I try to make whatever I'm watching, you know, okay for me personally. Like I can't watch something like crazy, intense, and violence or right. yeah, really stimulating because I know I'll just be lying there like holy shit. That was intense. I just went through a really strange situation. Um, so taking care that way. So I, I think it depends on the person. If your normal is to zone out, then like what would be um, a positive thing to tune in? You know, so like at the end of our night, um, Dave and I, we always do peaks and pits of our day, every day. So we're laying in bed. We might have watched a little show or something. We're like, okay, you good? You good? Unless one of us has passed out already. We put whatever away if it's the books or, you know, computer, computer or whatever. And then we talk peaks and pits. So you give your three, five peaks of your day, yeah. three, five pits of your day. Cool. So then that gives the, your, you know, a chance to be heard. There's nothing mm-hmm. else around. There's no distraction. And it's like, Hey, okay. Like that was really cool for him. Or like, Oh, that he didn't like that. I said this or we didn't get a chance to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you an idea of like, Oh, that's how their interpretation of their day was. That's a good idea. And this is, what a great way to connect. Yeah, a simple way to like yeah. connect. It's an easy thing to do with your kids too. Like just to start, cause it gives you that sense of like gratitude. Like what am I grateful for? There are good things and there mm-hmm. are shitty things that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes peaks are abundant and sometimes it's hard to look for a peak mm-hmm. and there's a lot of pits, but you know, like it's good just to notice like, oh, okay, this was, this was helpful. It's a great idea when with the kids. When you're doing that, do you ever surprise yourself with what, what comes out? You say are pits. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. See, something like that, like when we're talking about identifying what the oh, problem what the is, problem is. <gasps> if you just get yourself talking, I yeah. bet that helps. Yeah, exactly. It's a, just that what I mean, like we can easily be on our own devices or in our book or doing our own thing and stay unresolved with that kind of anxious, anxious feeling. I want to say suffering because in a sense it is like if you're having a hard time with your partner or with work or something and you're not talking about it, 
like how a how's the person supposed to know yeah. and b like how is it going to change if mm-hmm. you know we don't make steps to like better the, better mm-hmm. the situation right mm-hmm. change is scary for a lot of people for most people mm-hmm. it's it's challenging but it's like how to spoon feed you know you're not chugging the bottle of change you're just like <laughs> you're like like just just a tablespoon of change maybe you know just a little little bit just a little bit it's medicinal i think also like eating eating well eating well feeding your body well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sarah eats the entire orange um but yeah, eating well, feeding your body the right things, staying hydrated. I see that a lot. People just pounding coffee all day and then mm-hmm. switching to beers at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how their internal organs are working still. That's what I do. So like all the things, <laughs> all the things that we do in our day are moments where we can make maybe a different choice or a healthier choice or a more positive choice or a something that will engage us versus tune out. Like mm-hmm. instead of scrolling Instagram, maybe decide to like call a friend, you know, or like pick somebody that you haven't actually talked to in a while. And it's like, wow, I wonder what they're up to. And like make that effort. Like real a, Instagram. Yeah. Like real effort people. <laughs> it takes effort, but like it, it's, it's, you don't know what's happening. It's the highlight reel. And you, yeah. you also are making the assumption that everybody's cool on the other end. And you don't know, you know? Yeah. People don't put pictures of themselves. Having a meltdown. Screaming melting at down the kids because their kids hurts. won't stop climbing them or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I want to start doing that, but. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's a big topic in a sense because we're all so different we all have different needs and wants and desires and things that you know invigorate me could just like drain the shit out of somebody else so often people are like Kim what do you do like what do you do and it doesn't really matter what I do because it's not going to be the same for you yeah I'm not going to like paddleboard and feel good about it no like, you oh my god I'm that. like on a fucking I'm going <laughs> to fall you get wet oh yeah or like like right now my working with horses has been amazing for me mm-hmm. really therapeutic it's really quiet and it, I have to be really present or I'll get kicked in the face, you know? Like, right. So it's been really, really great. It's like a, a form of like meditation almost mm-hmm. for me. But like not everybody's going to want to spend time in a barn. Like that's not the answer for everyone. Yeah. Right. And it, it, that might not be the answer for me later on. Like yeah. maybe it'll be yeah. something else. So I think that's important to build up your tool belt of self-care mm-hmm. or you know, things that are going to help your day in a way that's in a positive light, I guess, mm-hmm. or help get engaged with your life instead of it just like happening in front of you. Yeah. Um, it would be smart to like uh, identify those things. Think like, what do I want to do even if I'm fucking tired? Right. You know, like for me tattooing, it's like, I don't really, if I'm really tired, I don't want to do anything. Like I won't even read, mm-hmm. but if someone's like, can I come over right now for a tattoo and I can do that? Like, yeah, I have Greg home or something for childcare. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm awake. Let's do this. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I know for me, that's something that yeah, like, it's like your energy changes just yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Right. Like you get lit up because it's like, oh, it's so yeah. fun. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's like those things that line us up. I think too, there's things that, that ha- like shit happens. You know, people die. Big, big things happen. Traumatic things happen to us that are, it's hard. And, you know, not taking lightly that what we can and can't cope with is also different. So you can't compare like, oh, Mel did fine when her cat died, but you know, like I'm a fucking mess. So yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I need to take time off work. And that's just, we're all different and our mm-hmm. ability to cope and our, you know, our lives are all different. So you can't compare to other people and you have to know like what your limits are mm-hmm. and be able to just stop and I think feeling, letting yourself feel the feels mm-hmm. is so important. Part of my like challenge that I've had over several long years with the yoga community and the wellness community is, um, the spiritual bypassing, which is basically only wanting to feel the good feelings mm, and ignoring right. like, the the other half of the rainbow of emotion that we have as human beings right it's like oh it's all love and light no worries good we're all good but like that's horseshit stretch it out yeah stretch (laughs) it out just keep stretching it's fine fine. um and how how messed up that can be you know like so you have like it's delusional bad yeah you don't need to add guilt to bad feeling like oh my goodness like people are so and you know People are so hard on themselves already. It's like, cut yourself some slack. Like, yeah. you, we're all doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, can you let yourself rest? <laughs> yeah. Like, and can you say no to things? I think that's an important thing to be able to, that's a, a lesson. A lot of, especially women feel like mm-hmm. they have to say yes to everything all the time. So it's like, can you say, start saying no to things? To okay. give yourself that space. Question. So if somebody asks you, say like, hey, Kim, um, what do you think about coming and being on this podcast with us? Do you say to yourself, okay, like, how does that make me feel? Or if someone asks you a question, like, do you have a way that you wish the words would come? Like, like in, in, that you like into assess, it? yeah, that you assess mm-hmm. something yeah. to know that. I do. Whether to say yes or no. I do. Because I think it's hard for people to even know and everybody's trying to get ahead. And so, yeah, we're all just like, yes, men, ladies. Um, And that comes back to the, what do I, do I like chocolate? Do I like vanilla? Do I like strawberry? Like it's coming back to those things. Like will spending time with you guys recording this podcast fill me up? Yeah. Like, I, I love being here. I'm, I'm flattered you'd have me back, you know? <laughs> so I'm happy to do that. And I think the conversations you guys have with people, it's important, you know? So it's like there's purpose there and it feels good. Right. So I ch- always check in with my time and how it feels in my body. And is there starting to know the difference between like maybe excitement or a little anxiousness mm. versus like, ugh, no, like, like a strained feeling. And if there's strain there, that's a no for sure. Sometimes I'll sit with something. It's like, Oh, what, what's that little niggly feeling? That's like not quite right. Mm-hmm. right. Is it because maybe I'm giving too much time away this weekend? 
My yeah. time's really fucking precious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, am I, how can I, you know, I worked yesterday. I went and fed horses yesterday and then I had some free time in the afternoon, but I had to do like grocery shopping and yeah. all the bullshit yeah. stuff, like oh, laundry and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, mm, do I want to spend my Sunday doing that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Cause I got Monday. For me, because I work so intently with people, for a while when I I had burnout at one point and coming out of that, it's like I'd give an hour and I'd take two for myself. I'd give an hour and I'd take two for myself. And I'd give an hour and I'd take two mm, for myself. Instead of the complete opposite of <laughs> yeah. what we all do all the yeah. time. Yeah. I give six hours and then I give six more. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, one of my teachers used to call that sacrificial whore energy. Sacrificial whore? Yeah. Why? Because if because you're, you're really slutty. Be- <laughs> no. <laughs> because you're giving. Right. Giving, right. giving, giving, right. giving, giving until you're like, I can't give any more. I can't possibly. Yeah. All right. I'll keep giving. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> such uh-huh. like that's not helpful for anybody. No, right. It's not. Cause then when, Mm-mm. then when someone really needs you and you really do need to give, yeah, you uh, can't. then you're not it's capable. Yeah. yeah. I- I've thought Burn about out. that a lot. Like I, I really like to try and give to people as much as I can and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I have had times in my life where, like, I'm falling apart and I'm still trying to, like, cool, cool, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do this. And then mm-hmm. it's like my family really needs me or, like, some, you know, there's, like, a real necessity and I'm incapable of just doing mm-hmm. the thing that's really, really important. Like, there was a point where I had hit burnout and all I could do physically was float in a pool. Like, I knew I needed to be in water I couldn't swim laps. I couldn't, like, I literally floated and cried and floated oh. and cried. And it was oh. good. Yeah. It was good. That's cried what I needed out. to do. Yeah. And then one day, I was like. How many days did you float and cry for, Cam? I don't know. Like, it was a good while. Like it a was few a, months? Yeah, maybe a month or two. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, you went in the pool, like, literally went in the pool and floated and cried every day? Yeah. Wow. More or less. <laughs> I might not have cried every day, but like, I just, like, that's all you just needed the energy I yeah. had, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's wild. And then one day I was like, huh, they've got a treadmill here. I bet I could, like, maybe walk on that. Huh. And then I, it just slowly started to change. And then I started to build my energy back up. But it's very delicate. Like, that give, give an hour a take two, you know? Like, yeah. I had to keep that going for a really long time because if your your tank of energy is empty you can't give more than you got yeah you got to put more in and more in and it started to change and it was like oh yeah okay i can have more energy and then i was running and then i was you know doing more things and i was capable of like being Being a real person again but um so you have to make yourself one of your side hustles Totally. <laughs> well, that's it. You you have a relationship with yourself. Right. You romance yourself. You get to know yourself deeply. You get yourself off, literally. <laughs> Masturbate more. Healthy. That's a healthy thing to do. Um, you know, and know what you love. 
can you hang out with yourself and be cool like, yeah. and be good with it and be happy and content and love yourself and be proud of yourself and all the things, right? Do we need yeah. these external things to, to give us, do we need the little hearts and the thumbs up signs to give us that gratification? Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing the right thing. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. You know, can you know that without having all the excess, right? So yeah, I mean, it's not easy, Yeah, but I think, you know, in this day and age with mental health and, and all that, like you can't yoga yourself out of like real mental illness. So getting therapy of some sort or going to your doctor, or maybe if it's medication you need or, you know, all the things like there's a lot of avenues yeah. to go to at least have a starting point to create that change. Right. I think for someone like me and a lot of people I know, I would definitely say I'm addicted the internet and it is like the self-soothing thing of like it's easy and it's it's kind of like i'm alone for a little bit yeah. because my biggest struggle That's with having it. kids is not being alone you're never mm. alone you're alone all the time but never really alone yeah. who did i just quote you guys never alone alone all the time oh i don't know do you lie Live in a wheel where everyone feels, and when we bush, cry, it's bush, like strawberry bush. fields. Gavin Rossdale <laughs> in the Gavin studio Rossdale. right now. Oh, wow. Wow. wow! Hey, Gavin. Hey, Gav. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was way out. Bush X. Bush X. Glycerine. Take off your shirt. I'm not quite convinced. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it, man. We're never alone. Yeah. Mm. But I think like for me to um, reconnect with myself, I need to like get the fuck away from my GD phone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see if my friend wrote back to tell me the name of that app. She's checking your phone. I'm checking it because I Get off your goddamn phone. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Um, No, I texted my friend to ask her the name of that app that she uses. Oh, right. A couple of apps you can try are Space or Break Free. They are not sponsoring us, but sponsor us, please. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's a tool. It's a really beautiful, helpful tool Mm -hmm. that we can use. And it's also like the devil. It is. It's like overused, you know? Like, Can I I tell you a little tool thing? Mm Mm-hmm. A hammer. You know who's a real tool? You know who's a real tool? (laughs) (laughs) A hammer's a tool. You can use it to build a house, and you can use it to, like, smash a house down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It can be a weapon. It's like that. Don't smash your house with your phone, people. Stop smashing it. Stop trying to build shit with your phone. I don't know. Break your screen. Yeah. It's been good. My break's been good. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'll break forever. I don't know. I love... um, the aspect of Instagram that helps keep – it's like a visual diary. Yeah. But I like that. There's this little app that my girlfriend uses to make these little books. So you can use just the photos from your camera on your phone or um, like Instagram photos or Facebook yeah. photos or whatever. Yeah. And you – what is it called? Chatbooks.ca. Chatbooks.ca. And they make little books. And then they, it's like 10 bucks and they'll mail them to you. So you've got this little photo album. Yeah. Of like 2017 oh, or Penny or, you know, it. just your dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Just so, your dog. That's so then I was like, maybe this is what I'll do instead. So I have, you know, I have 2018. Yeah. What we did, you know, we went to Highlight Co- Costa Rica. Yeah, whatever. We ran a half marathon. We did all this stuff. And I want to be able to see that. Yeah. But I don't want to have to share Post it with the it. world. Like, who? I don't know. <laughs> if I don't want to. You have to go and, like, stand on the corner with your book for strangers to look at. And, like, like Guys? It. Like, thumbs up? Can you thumbs up this one? Wait, I look really hot, right? A happy right? face? Good. Ha, ha, ha. Wink. So there are, there are, you know, ways of creating, creating that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. For now, it feels really good. Yeah. And I feel less scattered and less tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I make use of that time more wisely where I was um, potentially scrolling are getting hooked into something, something random, some wormhole, um, like in between clients or whatever. Like, I'm just making better use of the time. Doing yeah, it's other like things. you don't even care about what you're looking at. No. I find I have anxiety to look at it quickly before I have to stop looking at it, but it's mm. nothing. Like, right. I, like, scroll almost frantically through, wow. like, Facebook. So, like, a kid's going to interrupt me. Like, everything I do is like that. Like, when yeah. I eat, it's, like, fast. Because I have kids who, mm. like, it's legit. I do. If I want to mm. eat a fucking sandwich before someone shits on the floor or whatever, I got to pound that sandwich. Well, and you got to get you gotta get it down before Leon comes in the room. Oh, I'll my ask God. For some. going to take it for I know. me. So just take my food. So, but then it's, like, <laughs> then I notice that behavior also goes into the internet and I'm, I literally, I'm not like a hooked to Instagram or Facebook. I find it super boring. I'm easily uh, bored, but I do find that I'm like, when I do look at it, I'm like, yeah. oh, let's go, so go, think about go. that, what that's creating that. in your body, like yeah, the, stri- the fight, flight, freeze. Yeah. yeah. It's like, mm. that's so hard. Like if you're already prone to be in that. That's where I live. Right. I live there. So that's giving. You're literally creating inflammation because stress creates, you know, your, your stress response, adrenals pumping, you know, this false sense of like being chased by the cyber tooth tiger, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then throw a monkey wrench into your life, like with loss or like something really stress, like stressful that yeah. you, you know, technically should quote unquote be able to handle, but you know, like, these Even positive things. stress, like, mm-hmm. uh, totally. I'm doing it, you know, we have like our business and we have like, we're doing things in our life that are, but it's an added positive, it's but you're like, Oh God, I gotta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it really creates. And then in turn, like we're creating this like inflammation in the body. And then that resides in our joints, in our skin, in our guts, in our heads, in our hearts, like literally like heart disease, all the yeah. things. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna die. Right <laughs> That's now. why it's so important to sleep, eat well, move your body, even if it's like just walking. I was reading this article uh, not too long ago that was saying it's better to move um, like low. What is it? Low impact movement all day, like right. be, be moving, just moving on your feet, then sitting for long periods and then have high intensity workouts for short amount, the short amount of time. Right. Which is what a lot of people do, right? Like work at a desk or whatever, and then hit the gym hard. Yeah. It's hard. Warriors. Like that's stressful on your body. Right. Right. Um, in a good way, kind of, but take up line dancing. 
Hey, me and Penny line danced <laughs> for like awesome. an hour last night. Really? Yeah, we looked up line dancing on That's the internet, great. and That's we were fun. doing it heel toe. So, Heel-toe. yeah, I think it's just like move your body in ways that feel good, that make you happy, mm-hmm. and that changes all the time. Like recently, I've been swimming at the Fountain of Youth with all the with all the, <laughs> the retirees at the Perth pool. What's What's the fountain what are of you? Saying? I, well, I feel like it's like this cocoon experience because it's all the old people of town because I'm going in the middle of the day. Oh, right. It's like me. I'm like the youngest one by like a long shot. And then so you're like, I'm so I'm young. Like, maybe this is the fountain of you. Maybe. Fresh. You know that movie? Cocoon? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's thank one you. of my all time favorites. <laughs> me too. I don't know it. What? All the old dudes start swimming in a pool with aliens and then yeah. they have boners all the time. Yeah. It's amazing. It's about a youth. <laughs> I feel like that's what's happening at the Perth Pool, like, come, like, 3 p.m. Maybe, maybe 12, boners 12 to 1. We've <laughs> all got raging boners. Yeah. Old dude boners. Have yeah, you yeah. ever gone to Aquafit? No. Either of you? Uh, no. My mom has. It's really pretty fun. I know. That's what she says. Yeah. She loves it. And it's actually, I know people make fun of it, people who are, like, hardcore fitness people. My Whatever. friend Catherine, who lives impact. in Halifax now, she was like, oh, it's like... Doing aerobics in the pool with empty water bottles is weights, which is sort of true, but it's still really so what? fun. It's Shut good. up, Catherine. Jeez, Catherine. Who cares <laughs> Just kidding. That's I miss what you. Like. I hope you're doing well. It's really fun. It's great. Yeah. So I think it's it's good, like how you did line dancing last night with your daughter. You're moving. You feel good. It's fun. You might not do it tonight, but you know. But I hope I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super fun. I fucking love line dancing. So I it's just picking, trying to... Do the best you can, obviously, every day, and be kind to yourself and take the pressure off, you know, like, but move your body, try to sleep well, contemplate who you are. (laughs) And who who you want to spend time with. Who you want to be. And who you want to spend time with. Who fills your bucket. Yeah. And what fills your bucket. What fills your bucket. And ask for help. And say Mm -hmm. no. (laughs) Just say no. And say no to things. Yeah. And asking for help is good. And- when you want to check out, check in instead. If that's like, yeah. hey, I'm actually feeling really anxious or sad or, you know, whatever the feel is, let yourself feel it. Let it roll through you. And that is so beautiful because children do that so well. Yeah. And us adults, we're so terrible at it because we were taught otherwise, right? Like mm-hmm. to not emote. Yeah. So the the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's just let yourself feel the feels and it rolls through you and you're not harboring any tension in the body or, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. sadness or grief or whatever, because that's where sickness creeps in, I think. Yeah. What have you been listening to? Oh, um, I, I, it's funny. I haven't been listening to much in terms of like podcasts or anything. Um, I always have the radio playing in the kitchen. CBC? Uh, sometimes CBC, sometimes just like really. Jack FM. Just, yeah, like just your run of the mill, like Ottawa. Or Perth, even. Yeah, Lake 88. So I always have the, the radio going for the dog, usually. But then I've noticed, because we have our windows open in our room all the time, even in the middle of winter. 
And recently, like maybe last week or the week before, I, early in the morning, you can hear the birds again. Yeah, mm. uh huh. And the yeah. chickadees are going cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, so good. So I've been really taking in those sounds, like birds in the morning. I love, like yesterday, I was feeding the horses, and this one eats right out of my lap. I was feeding him grain. And, like, the sound of a horse eating grain, it was, like, really therapeutic. And, like, the sounds of my dog eating carrots makes me laugh. And really hearing my partner tell me that he loves me, like, and really letting the words land. You know, like, it's, like, take just taking even more time to, like... Really, like, leaning into the sounds. Yeah, digest mm-hmm. nature and just the sounds things melting rain whatever you know you you do not have misophonia (laughs) (laughs) misophonia? it's that thing there's a genetic marker for it apparently but it's where (laughs) where the sound usually it's of people eating but it can be other sounds that i don't Um, don't like that people though but it's okay with your dog it's great with my dog i think it's like when you hear people eating you're like get the fuck away from me don't eat a banana near my head. That's fucking disgusting. My kids, oh, Kim, yeah. no, too much. I know, right? <laughs> when you have four kids, there's like always Ooh. someone like grossy. Like who eats Josie an apple grossy. like that? Josie Grossy. Josie Grossy over there. <laughs> or Greg fucking potato chips this way. I was like, what are you doing? No one eats chips like that. No one's ever done that. Yeah. yeah. He had to stop. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Jazz music. Ugh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> what have you been listening to, Melody? I have been listening to a podcast, a new podcast called "Over My Dead Body." Ooh. It's a true crimey sort of one. Mm. Um, it's from Wondery, so they do uh, Sword and Scale and other stuff, but Sword and Scale is on Wondery. Anyway, it's a. It sounds really terrible, but it's just a really like thrilling ride so far. It's about. Uh, basically a marriage that falls apart, but then like one of them ends up dead. And so I've just, they've just gotten far enough where they're like starting to hint at who was responsible. (gasps) Fun. And they didn't release it all as one thing. You actually have to listen once a week to hear Mm -hmm. it. Like, so did you, do you like like murder mystery books? Like if you're going to read? Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm just thinking like podcast is like reading a book. Yeah. it's, It's similar for sure. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Dan Reader. <laughs> Dan Reader. Every week. <laughs> every week. And um, Sylvain Desso. Us- and Sylvain Desso every week. I usually, in this segment, or often talk about what I'm reading, too. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it actually ties into what I'm listening to. I've been reading this really great book. Uh, it's called Oh, Play That Thing by Roddy Doyle. Mm. So Roddy Doyle has another one. It's part of a series, actually, but you don't have to, like, it doesn't matter if you've read any of them. There's this one called A Star Called Henry with historical fiction, 1920s, Star Called Henry's in Ireland. This is in New York in the 1920s, mid to late 1920s, and then in Chicago. It's fucking cool. Those places are super cool. And Louis Armstrong is one of the main characters in this book. And Roddy Doyle's really into historical fiction, so it's all 
very historically accurate. So you really get the lay of the land, like Chicago in the late 1920s. It was like, that was where um, Al Capone and shit, like crazy mobster stuff. Just the poverty is so interesting in cities and in, in the, you know, America and how everything's always like fast, 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 go. And then reading all this shit about Louis Armstrong, like a 26 year old Louis Armstrong at the very cusp of his career. Slavery was just um, made illegal 60 years prior. So there's a lot of like really interesting stuff I didn't realize, you know, racial tensions and whatever. Anyway, it's a great read. I'm fucking loving it. I'm almost done. Roddy Doyle? Roddy Doyle, yeah. Roddy? Roddy, yeah. Uh, And uh, so last night we listened to a bunch of... um, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Armstrong. We listened to a bunch of Louis Armstrong and I was like, oh my God. Because now I know like some backstories and like his lips were always fucking bleeding and shit because he was like playing things so hard and... And, like, about recording studios back then, and there's, like, a moment where suddenly they get this, like, new technology kind of across the board, and so the recordings get markedly better, and you can actually hear, like, I was listening, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, you can barely hear anything. And then next, it's like, oh, okay, there it is. You can hear the drums this time. You got a song you like? Can you think of the name of it? No, I don't know. What I actually did after, Hello, Dolly. That's the name of the song. (laughs) Hello, Dolly. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, I slipped into a Louis Prima. I love Louis Prima. Who's Louis Prima? Uh, oh, Mambo Italiano, all that. Okay. Mambo, Mambo mm. Italiano. And Fun. so then we just listened to that and danced. Nice. Fun. Line danced? That was earlier because I was listening to <laughs> my first boyfriend of my entire life. I thought I was a lesbian when I was like six years old. And then I discovered... Dwight Yoakam. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, Jesus. Is it because he looks like a classic lesbian? Is that what's no, happening there? Well, maybe. Um, <laughs> Dwight Yoakam, Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Crazy Little Thing Called Love. He is not a handsome man, but damn, is he cool. And then that's when we started doing that um, song. Like so that plugs you can find the podcast at teach me tiger podcast on instagram and facebook our website is at teach me tiger podcast.ca and we're on you know itunes and all the places kim where can we find you what do people do if they you, how do they get in touch with you you can put on um a smoke signal okay, mm-hmm, okay. you mm-hmm. could send um carrier pigeon carrier pigeon mm-hmm. or owl mm-hmm. and yeah, you could yell really loud. <laughs> Kim! Yep. I might, I might hear you. Mm-hmm. She's got so, very good hearing. I've got pretty good hearing, and I feel like I might hear just like the psychic call, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. My back! I'm coming! <laughs> I'm coming. Sarah, what about you? I, you can find me at uh, just the tip hand poke tattoos on uh, Instagram. Sorry. 
and um, you can peruse my work. You can make appointments with me through Instagram or mm-hmm. through Facebook Messenger. I'm Sarah Wright. I'm on Facebook. You can also look at my shit on Facebook. Whatevs. Yeah. Uh, you have a public profile. I have a public profile. So go on there and um, book an appointment with me so I can buy groceries. Give Sarah your money. Give me all your money. All the money. All the monies. Or just send you money. Just send me money. Yeah. Just for cuz. Just for cuz. Just cuz. Want to donate? Yeah. Yeah. Send me um gift cards to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you, Melody Starkweather? You can find me at melodystarkweather.ca. C-A. On the internet. Yeah. My Facebook is private. And Book. my personal Instagram is private, but I have a public Instagram and I have a website. Go look at her art. You're going to just my, shit your pants. Yeah. My art Instagram is mstarkweatherart. And if you um, want your flesh to be experiment tattooed on by Melody, like we want to get like Melody in a few tattooing months? Yeah, with a gun. <laughs> so if you're like uh, all tattooed up anyway and don't care, yeah, it's going to be great no matter what. Let's be honest. Come at me, May June. Come at me. Come I'm gonna at get because I'm too much of a perfectionist to start on people. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get the fake skin and do the fruit mm-hmm. and stuff for a while. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. to get good. Do your own thigh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did plugs. Thanks for coming on, Kimberly Thanks. Murphy. Thanks for having me. Uh, again. So great to see you. I was telling you the other day that I've been mm-hmm. really missing you on social media, and so I, sh- I probably should have called you. Just call. But here you are. Hey. Yay. Um and. Thanks to our Patreon subscribers, Andrew, Scarlett, Sarah, Nikki, Sage, Liz, and Leslie. Thanks, you guys. We're going to say everyone who's listening's name who isn't on Patreon to publicly shame them. So buckle up. It's going to be about 45 minutes. (laughs) Tim, I'm looking at you. You big jerks. (laughs) Um, And thanks to Meredith, too. Yeah, Meredith. Woo-woo. Yeah. And if you'd like to support the show, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash teach me tiger podcast. It also really helps us if you tell your friends about the show. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you can rate and review wherever you get your podcasts, especially if you're in America, because we have a five star rating in Canada and we have some reviews, but in America, we don't have enough ratings to have a star rating. Oh. So if you live in America, Aunt Lara, cousin Ben, Mo, if you're listening, can you rate us, please, on iTunes? Thanks. Devry. Devry. That's the only American I know. And thank you again to everybody in the entire world. Thank you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> and remember, it's, it's a, a jungle, jungle out there. Meow. Ooh. <laughs>
Wow, that was a big rant. Sorry. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so, uh, I sense that there's a hurt there. <laughs> Let's talk about it after the show. Let's-